Hello and welcome to The Littlest Podcast, a podcast about the Canadian television series The Littlest Hobo, in which myself and my friend watch every episode. I am joined today by my friend Katie. Hello. And today we're going to talk about Season 1, Episode 10, Boy on Wheels, which first aired on December 20th, 1979. Katie is going to talk about this episode and I am just going to sit back and have a lot to say (laughs) i have a lot to say this is a really cool episode spoiler alert it's neat it's definitely interesting so i'm gonna just kick it off i know you've already seen the episode but i'm gonna give the the synopsis because we've read the synopsis synopses ahead of time (laughs) and this one just really it's very excited about so the synopsis on wikipedia of this episode is Hobo encourages a paraplegic boy to enter a frisbee throwing contest to the dismay of the youth's overly protective widowed father who hates dogs because his driving at excessive speed and swerving to avoid a stray dog led to the car crash which killed his wife and left his son paralyzed. This episode also featured a young Mike Myers as the paralyzed boy's friend Tommy. A few spoilers in there but come on that is... Such That's a not synopsis. a synopsis. That is a summary. <laughs> <laughs> it just so much. You can cut some of that out. Uh, but it's beautiful. The episode, okay, so the episode begins with a shot of a park and the strangest, sappiest music. Just, it's so weird. <laughs> like Questionable music choices are again, a staple of this show. Always. And Hobo arrives in this park. Again, no train. Uh, I I noted that there are so many children in this park. Yeah. Like, it is full of children. I mean, I know it's a park, but, like... There's hundreds of children (laughs) wearing hundreds of pairs of bell-bottom jeans. (laughs) So, the fashion just, whoo, beautiful. Uh, Anyway, so Hobo arrives, and he watches a dog who's chasing a frisbee that is thrown by the young Mike Myers... Whose name is Tommy in this episode, but I will continue to call him Mike Myers. Oh, we're not going to call him anything but Mike Myers. <laughs> that is his name. Um, he is wearing some serious short shorts. They're very short. They show off his incredibly pasty white legs. So Canadian pasty. <laughs> like, he is like the color of milk. <laughs> he just like fades away. Like, <laughs> So he's throwing this frisbee. <clears throat> he throws a frisbee that ends up on the roof of a nearby shed. No worries. He has extras. He's got a bag full of frisbees uh he literally has a bag full of frisbees <laughs> he does have a bag full of fris- but hobo wants that frisbee like mm. hobo is gonna go in so he runs off to go and rescue this frisbee and we cut to a young boy who's been watching tommy he's like giving him some encouragement he's like telling him good job tommy uh <laughs> they do they have a a very quote-unquote natural interaction oh, where the yeah. kid goes nice throw tommy and tommy immediately goes thanks chris nice throw tommy Thanks, Chris. They clearly weren't there at the same time. No, or no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what's going You don't get to on. share this screen with Mike Myers. <laughs> right. This guy's going to be a star. <laughs> so uh, I do love the shot of Hobo rescuing that Frisbee, though. He, like, opens the chain link fence. He climbs up a ladder. Uncomfortably. Yeah. He's not good with ladders. No. I think they're more steep stairs than ladders. It's true. But like, still, you can see through them. Yeah. And I know people who don't like stairs, that like ladders that you can like see through. They're the, like, kind, of, they're the kind of stairs <laughs> that like you can hook your foot on and yeah. then like plant your face directly into like the fifth step up. Right. Like, and then fall down with your chin hitting each one. Every like. single one. <laughs> they're really steep and they're 
they yeah i would not want to try and go up them at a high speed and i would definitely not want to try and go up them if i was a dog god no uh but hobo does get the frisbee because then we cut to chris who is still whatever and we zoom out and notice that chris is in a wheelchair yes sitting next to a bench with a very cool like froed oh yeah (laughs) we'll meet in a little bit i love but first hobo brings chris the frisbee the kid grabs it out of hobo's mouth and then just so lamely tosses it on the ground yeah he like he like throws it yeah he doesn't even he just like out of the mouth on the ground just (laughs) the strange dog came up and gave him a frisbee he doesn't pat the dog he doesn't yell at the dog he just like he takes the frisbee yeah and then he just like chucks it over the side like like a child in a high chair (laughs) right he is very much like a toddler in this episode sometimes um so hobo tries again he uh grabs the frisbee from the ground he gives it back to the kid so the kid decides to complain to the man sitting next to him uh and says i can't throw it he doesn't understand to which i think why can't you throw the frisbee yes you're in a wheelchair (laughs) That's your legs. Your arms seem to be working perfectly Well, but we're going to learn real quick that he, he can throw the Frisbee, right. but not too hard. No. It's very true. Well, the, the gentleman with the with the huge afro. Uh, yes. Uh, do you know what his name is? In this, Oh, he's David. He's David. Okay. Yes. I knew it was like a biblical Cause I was tr- name. Because I was trying to figure out, is he, at this point, I didn't know if he was a stranger, if he was the kid's physiotherapist his nurse his like well, babysitter we, we find out pretty quick that he's he's he knows <laughs> yeah he knows, knows chris because yeah. he says you know chris with all of that bodybuilding you've been <laughs> doing you ought to be able to throw it We're like wow chris <laughs> just super buff apparently right and we'll see later what his workout routine is like yeah. and uh, <laughs> should throw some tips to mike myers he <laughs> right. can really put on some mass <laughs> get those biceps he going. Needs to, he needs to eat a cake or something like he needs a. <laughs> What kind of last name is Myers? It's pretty English. He needs oh, he's like, very English. He needs yeah. like an Italian <laughs> Nona. Yes, who just shoves food down yes. his throat. What's the matter? <laughs> you don't like Nona's cooking? <laughs> Eat my lasagna. You're not hungry, Michael. <laughs> Michael, I make this for you. <laughs> Michael, eat. Well, Nona, was... please. <laughs> Nona. I just I thought I was in the room with an Italian yeah. grandmother all of a sudden. <laughs> Where did Stefan go? I make it as a pastrami. <laughs> <laughs> You, you put it in your mouth. Come on, Michael. You'll be a big movie star. Someday uh, you become a fat bastard. Like your papa. <laughs> oh, that's just beautiful. Beautiful. Take a bow. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> that's wonderful. I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> okay. Well, because I'm going to talk about the scene that comes next. Okay. It's not even really a scene. It's a continuation. Okay. So, um... Tommy comes by and asks where he got the dog. He's so Wayne already. Like you can oh. hear. Oh Wayne yeah, you got a real Wayne's frisbee world. hound. <laughs> like it's beautiful. Yeah, he's a real frisbee hound. You two ought to be in the contest. It's amazing how you can recognize him at 15. He's, oh, like is over my same. shoulder as I'm watching this because I watch this. I watch this on my computer, right? Yeah. <laughs> my girlfriend over <laughs> my shoulder goes, "Is that Mike Myers?" <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you can. He's very distinct. She's like, he's not. He didn't look very good then. I'm like, well, he, he's thin. Yeah, you know, he he's needs a, to eat something. You gotta eat something. <laughs> uh, so this is the point where the kid decides to throw the frisbee, and he. <laughs> she doesn't just throw the frisbee. He 
throws it so hard, he launches himself out of his wheelchair and rolls down the <laughs> ground. <laughs> And it's so obvious the kid like used his legs oh, to like hundred percent. It's so ridiculous. Like who was like, yes, this is what's gonna happen. He <laughs> launches himself. It looks like someone <laughs> stuck like a giant fish hook in him and pulled him <laughs> yes. out of the chair. Like right? it's not even the most ridiculous scene in this episode. Oh, not though. even close. We're just starting. It's just like a little amuse bouche. Like <laughs> Uh, so at this point the kid's dad arrives oh no <laughs> when he sees he so the sees dad arrives the he sees the dog some weird sinister action music plays <laughs> and we get what is supposed to be a flashback of a car rolling <laughs> with no context he sees hobo and then there's a car rolling oh yeah <laughs> like, instantaneous flashback it is cool because the flashback has this real funky weird music right. it sounds like somebody found like an old bed spring and just started playing with it <laughs> just because it's got these weird like right. sounds and like there's a shot of, i thought it was a coyote at first but it's a dog, dog yes it's a weird shot of like it's all kind of like brown green tones and it's super fun. I <laughs> I really enjoyed this this episode, and I really enjoy these like crazy PTSD <laughs> flashbacks like, of a car rolling and a dog looking around. Later on, we get a shot of the wife, and she's oh, like, yeah. she looks real worried, and she knows something's gonna happen. Yeah, it's, it's so dark. It's phenomenal. <laughs> Uh, and then, so then we get back to Chris. He's talking about the hobo, and I wrote down this line just because I hate the way he says it. I'm gonna try and imitate it. Okay. Uh, so the dad's asking about hobo and saying he has to get rid of him. No dogs. No dogs allowed. And the kid goes, "He's my catcher. I pitch and he catches. He's my catcher. I pitch and he catches." Oh my god. <laughs> Whoever this kid is, just his line delivery is the worst. <laughs> Uh, no, it isn't. There is someone else in this episode. I'm going to politely disagree with you, Katie. Okay. There is another actor in this episode worse than the actor playing Chris. Well, I expect you to do some line readings of them. Oh, I've got one real good <laughs> one. good. Yeah. Uh, all right, so then they head home. And w at this point, I don't know if you were at all... They live in the craziest, like, Frank Lloyd Wright yeah. architecture house. I, it, honestly, <laughs> okay, so the father's an architect, right? Is he? I I'm didn't pretty get sure that. he's an architect. He must be. Okay, you're right. His house looks like the, the contents of the top shelf of a fridge. <laughs> like, It's so crazy. It looks like a carton of milk and, like, yes. a carton of eggs and, like, maybe, like, some Chinese takeout boxes. And then they just took the <laughs> geometric shapes for all of them. And like stack them on top of each other, made a house out of it. Like he lives at the top of a carton of milk. <laughs> well, you know, architects find inspiration in the weirdest places. It looks like the lair of an evil villain. It does have a very evil villain. Like it should be in the middle of the <laughs> desert, and there should be a death laser attached to the side <laughs> <Right>. of it. <laughs> I was very distracted by the house this whole scene. I think there's some weird music that plays. Uh, they end up in Chris's bedroom where he's encouraged to work out by David. Yeah. Um, David says, gotta fill those biceps and trapezoids. Yeah. Which is a real weird combo. Right. Like, <laughs> let's just break down here for a second. Okay. If you'll you indulge me. Yes, absolutely. There are muscle groups that complement each other at the gym. Okay. So generally, if you're working chest, you work triceps because your triceps and your chest kind of they work together for all of your presses and pulls and everything right yeah so like you do back and biceps because <laughs> they link together trapezoids for, for those of you who don't know out there traps 
are the little muscles on the sides of your neck, right? <laughs> and most people don't generally have them. It's usually you see them in like bodybuilders will have these huge tra- <laughs> The rock has huge traps, right? Yeah. Trapezoids are not a very helpful muscle they're real good for shrugging <laughs> like a shrugging motion yeah they are not going to help you with a wheelchair <laughs> actually your biceps for that matter are not going to help you with a wheelchair it's your back and your triceps you should be working on so i'm just sorry that was a two minute That's nitpick okay. on one line of the show <laughs> why the hell are you filling out your biceps and trapezoids it's just <laughs> It doesn't make any sense. So I really like the character of David in this episode, but he is training to be a doctor. Yeah, you're going to have to fill me in on how that works. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know the scenario that resulted in him working for this family, but is he going to school or is he like saving for school? Is he a physiotherapist who wants to transition into being a doctor? Well, he's got work to, he doesn't know what the hell he's doing. No idea what's going on, but I do like that character. But yes, not good workout advice. No, no. Uh, And Chris is being a real brat anyways, so whatever. (laughs) So then we get David talking to the kid's father, Mr. Barton, about the dog, the contest. There's this whole exposition dump about how the dad feels guilty because the accident that killed the wife and resulted in the kid being paraplegic was his fault because he was driving too fast. Uh, It's very dark. (laughs) Dark. He's very guilty. Uh, And David's like, Uh, I'm fond of the boy. And the dad's like, you think I'm not? I made a mistake once and I'm going to do everything in my power to make it up to him. And then David's like, does that include robbing your son of his dreams? To which I was like, his dreams to be in a Frisbee contest. You got to start small. (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) That whole scene was just like to catch you up on like why the dad's such a jerk and what's going on with the kid. Uh, And then we cut back to Chris, who's naming Hobo going to give hobo a name yes he names hobo catcher catcher so, catcher just i hate it i do not like it well it, didn't the hobo the hobo didn't come home with them no the so, hobo oh yes the hobo followed them home he they must have been him. driving real slow yeah or the hobo is very good at tracking so yeah he comes through the window <laughs> yes. he scratches at the window and 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 uh chris lets him in yeah so yeah hobo's in the room now um yes he calls him catcher catcher I think that may be the worst. I think I would even take sport, sport over yeah. catcher. Catcher is pretty just dumb. Yeah, <laughs> come on, Chris. <laughs> think of something better. But then we get to a really good scene. Yeah, <laughs> where the hobo picks up a dumbbell yep. in his mouth and gives it to Chris. Yes, and Chris has the most naturally sounding line in the in the whole series so far <laughs> when he says hey how did you know i've been neglecting my exercises hey how'd you know i've been neglecting my exercises <laughs> he's line delivery is so bad i know he's just a kid but like it's so bad and then he proceeds to do the worst workout those <laughs> weights does. must His form weigh. is real real bad it's so rough like nobody on that set could just give him a quick he's like, like he's doing bicep curls but well, he like, starts off doing a weird shoulder press. Oh, he does like, yeah, his shoulder no. press is not so good. His bicep curls, like, he's literally letting these two and a half pound dumbbells, like, lay on his legs. And he's bringing them, like, all the way up to his collarbones, like, yeah. as quickly as he can. He's You're basically, like, <laughs> smashing them into his upper thighs. Yeah. Like, 
And you're being generous at two and a half pounds. I was like, are those one pound weights? Oh, they may be. I, I thought maybe because <laughs> Hobo and a half lifted pounds. them up r- really easily. Well, the Hobo's very strong. That's true. He's, He's freakishly strong. Vietnam vet. But <laughs> yeah, the kid. There's no weight to those whatsoever. No. Oh no. He's been paralyzed for two years. Yeah. Like, I'm assuming he's been doing physio and working He should out, be super buff. Right? And he pushes that wheelchair around, no yeah. problem. Yeah. And he lives in Canada where pushing a wheelchair in the winter is And these, like... Th- like that's an old wheelchair. Yeah. So this is 1979 wheelchair technology. Mm-hmm. Now wheelchairs are lighter. They're aluminum. You can fold them up. Those old wheelchairs weigh, like, I would guess they at least weigh 80 pounds a piece, if not more, because right. they're steel. Those are steel wheelchairs. Yeah. And I've had experience with those old wheelchairs. I've I've used one for a film where we <laughs> used it for a tracking shot, and my grandmother had a wheelchair for a long time. And that thing, <laughs> that kid is probably, like, 90 pounds. Oh, yeah, maybe. He should yeah. be super buff. Like, that <laughs> wheelchair weighs more than him. He's had two years of pushing this yeah. thing around. Maybe his problem is he keeps trying to buff up his trapezoids. Right. He's like, why isn't this helping? What he should be buffing up, his triceps. Right. I just loved that whole scene. It was just so dumb. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, so we got to the doorbell rings. Tommy has arrived. Mike Myers shows Mike up again. Mike Myers with Frisbees. Mike Myers with his old Frisbees. He's going to go hand them off to the kid. Uh, and at this point, the hobo who had been hiding under the bed because the dad had come in the room mm. decides to make an appearance. Yeah, Sometimes I question out. the hobo. <laughs> like, he should know <laughs> that this is not the time. But he saw the Frisbees and was like, what? <gasps> Bankful of Frisbees. <laughs> Wait, I think he saw Mike Myers. That's true, yes. It was like, oh, i got to get this guy's autograph. <laughs> right? He's going to be a star. That's right. Uh, and at this point, when the dad sees Hobo, we get another flashback. Yeah. It just immediately cuts to the dad and the wife and the kid in the car, driving too fast down a road, and then a dog who looks sort of like Hobo, he's a shepherd, <laughs> walks out into the road and sits. <laughs> sits in the middle of the road. <laughs> And so the dad swerves, causes the accident. And I was like, who is this dog? Like, is he like the Moriarty to Hobo Sherlock? <laughs> like, he's just Stability out to like destroy yeah. his reputation. He's the anti-Hobo. <laughs> right? It's just his mission to go around and make people hate German shepherds. <laughs> well, what would the anti-Hobo's name be? Oh, I don't like, know. Like reverse Hobo? Or to like, do you pull a like Dracula a la carte thing <laughs> where you like flop the name around so it's Obo? <laughs> Yes, I like that. <laughs> so Obo. So Obo. <laughs> Obo sits in the middle of the road for no reason, causing this huge accident. <laughs> so the dad, of course, is like super pissed. <laughs> tells, oh, yeah. He tells David to take the dog out to the country and leave him there. I was sure he was going to imply like, <laughs> yeah, take him out to the country. Pretty easily <laughs> cut this scene so right. it sounds like he's he's asking for a favor, you know? Right. Like he's like. Um. Take the dog out into the country after Chris is asleep. We'll pretend that he ran off. I don't want to see that dog here when I come back. Maybe that dog is going out into a field. like, And he is not like coming Goodfella back. Like Goodfellas style. <laughs> right? So then we cut to David, who's driving his car with Hobo in the back seat. And he's talking to Hobo, because the Hobo just is like a bartender. People just seem to want to talk to him. Yeah, they right? want to tell him his life secrets. <laughs> right? yeah. And he's like, I know you're the best thing that ever happened to Chris, and I have to get rid of you. This dog has been in their life for a day, half a day. Yeah, it's real weird that like people have super strong feelings it's about so the Hobo. Dashed. Like, 
Yeah, the dad hates him. The <laughs> kid loves him. You know, David the, thinks he's like the best savior, the best thing that's ever happened to Chris. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just sure. in, it, yeah, these instant reactions to. <laughs> Oh, I think we talked about it in the other episode where he shows up at the RV and everyone loves him. <laughs> yeah, just right? instantly. He's just so magnetic. So <laughs> charismatic. Charismatic dog, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so David actually takes him to... At the, I didn't know, was it his girlfriend, his wife, his sister? <laughs> like It doesn't matter who she is because she is by far the best actor in this entire show. <laughs> her name is Laura. <laughs> yes. I'm, sh- I'm just going to let Stefan talk about her because he seems to have some real feelings. She acts so well, yep. so natural yep. in every way. Mm-hmm. She definitely does not ever look directly at the camera. Never. Multiple no. times. <laughs> <laughs> and she has the best line of the entire show later on. <laughs> she does. Uh, but in the meantime, she's agreed to watch the hobo. <laughs> uh, he's going to sleep in her basement. Of course. So they put him in the basement <laughs> and he immediately sees a window it just it just bolts like it flaps up like it a dog flaps door up and open which means that anyone on the street <laughs> That's what I can walk by and open this window into her basement I was like this seems like a real crime waiting to happen yeah. <laughs> like in 1979 i'm assuming they're in the gta like there's somewhere around mm, there yeah this does not seem you're a single woman yeah. living alone in this house right lock your windows you might want to nail that down yeah just something put a stick up against it like <laughs> anything but hobo uses it to get free and runs away (laughs) and then we get the scene of chris waking up looking for hobo it's the next morning the kid literally pops out of bed yeah and is immediately like where's catcher yeah (laughs) like gets uh, in his wheelchair real fast oh yeah he just pulls himself right in yep with those weak little arms (laughs) super strong trapezoids (laughs) and his dad tells him a story about him being gone you know the whole like he's probably got a family somewhere else yeah uh and that he when he comes back from his trip they'll go sailing every little boy's dream that'll make you feel better about not i can't use my legs i'm not getting on a boat so we'll talk about a a line later that also refers to sailing because i was like what the Architects love sailing. I guess so. Well, it's a rich man sport. It so. is a rich man sport. <laughs> so the dad leaves. Hobo comes back. We immediately <laughs> cut to them. Like, well, okay. the dad. The dad leaves. Yes. And uh, he has he has a little line there, which I thought was really funny because he he goes goodbye, sweetheart, oh. and then he turns and he's like, you know, bye, David. Take you know. Yeah. But I would for like. Just <laughs> one half of a second, I thought he was gonna go goodbye, sweetheart. By or er, David, like <laughs> you think they have like a little thing going? They have a little on. thing going on, you know. <laughs> I respect you very much, sir. sir. Well, I respect you, Chris. A lot of like, like subtext going, you know. Like, oh, like bring a- back the careless whispers and <laughs> go. I'm here for it. <laughs> I'll ship it. <laughs> totally. <laughs> I like David. <laughs> yeah. The dad needs someone to like, you know, help him he lighten needs up. Needs someone to recover with. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm there for it. Someone to drive his car. Exactly. <laughs> watch out for dogs on the road uh but okay yes so then we get to them like a sealed a sealed scene of them in the field playing frisbee uh so i don't know about you but when i'm watching a scene with an actor in a wheelchair i'm always staring at their legs <laughs> i'm like curious I'm like, <laughs> are they really in a wheelchair are they not really in a wheelchair half the 99 percent of the time 
they're just an they're actor just, in they're a an wheelchair. able-bodied actor in a wheelchair yeah. and in this scene in these scenes his legs move so much <laughs> <laughs> like he is just a kid sitting in a wheelchair playing with it yeah. like oh yeah his legs are all over the place this is so distracting we should point out the hobo is also returned oh yes sorry point. yes the hobo's back yeah he's back because <laughs> uh, now they're training for the competition yes. three days away they gotta you know they gotta train real hard <laughs> it's only three days away I'm like and how I'm hard sad. can you train for a frisbee throwing I was gonna contest say, we do get a montage of a lot of frisbee throwing yeah uh sadly not set to like eye of the tiger or anything Yo. uh it's not a rocky level montage the, very disappointing the other great thing is i don't think uh the dog whichever dog this is london or whoever <laughs> yeah. it is i don't think london is trained to, to catch frisbees <laughs> because there's at least two shots where you see hobo and chris and chris throws the frisbee and Hobo doesn't move. Oh, he he just, does not turn to chase the Frisbee. He's so good. He's like, I can wait for it. Oh, yeah. He waits like three <laughs> seconds, I guess. Yeah. And then you get these cutaway shots of the Hobo catching a Frisbee. Yeah. But like, he clearly doesn't know to run and catch a Frisbee. Like, he, no. the dog just sits there and waits until the shot's over. <laughs> I didn't notice that, but that's Yeah, there's fabulous. at least two shots where he just sits there and looks at the kid like, what? What are you, what what, are you what doing? What are you doing? Yeah. Why are you throwing this Frisbee? <laughs> Uh, and I don't know where the timeline is on this, but at like some point we get to Laura and David throwing a frisbee. Right. Uh, Laura is a terrible frisbee thrower. It yeah, goes way it wide. 30 feet to the left. Right at the dad who's shown up. Surprise. Did you notice he throws it back? Yes, he does. And very well. <laughs> He's got a great arm. Yeah. <laughs> like, is there some He's sort of champion. like, I was going to say, is this some sort of like he was a frisbee champion and like something terrible happened? He was and on that's the way to the competition in the car. <laughs> right. His, he had to get there fast. Doesn't want his son to go down the same road. No, he needs a respectable job. <laughs> right. Like a sailor. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so the dad shows up. Chris is so excited to show his dad his new skills, but his dad wants to take him sailing instead of letting him play frisbee right. because he might hurt himself. So the other option is to take him on a boat in the middle of the water. Yeah, that is like I don't know if you've seen sailing. There's a lot of like things moving and like ropes. And yeah, yeah, sailing. There's a lot of moving parts. Really uh, dangerous. You're generally at the mercy of nature. You know, the water and the wind. You need to be able to move around a lot. Like. Generally, need to be able to swim. Uh, yeah. You know, even with a life jacket. It just um, seems. I don't know what happens if your legs don't work and you go into the water. Like, I guess with a life jacket you just float. But you like, just float. But still, like, could you correct yourself if right? a wave hits you? Like, <laughs> complete with just your upper body. Exactly. Like, like if the wave flipped you, what what would happen? It's got to be way more difficult to get back upright again. I would think so. And the, the moral of the story is sailing is a lot more dangerous than throwing like, a frisbee in a park. Right? Why is he so anti frisbee? <laughs> like, what is his problem? He's a flying disc kind of man. I guess so. But this brings us to. The most beautiful scene in this whole episode. <laughs> and the best Because line. Chris sulkily like rolls away yes. while David goes to argue with the dad. We <laughs> and then all of a sudden Chris starts yelling, <laughs> Slow down. Slow down. <laughs> and all of a sudden his wheelchair is possessed. Out of control. <laughs> and is out of control, careening down a hill. <laughs> and he Laura's yelling like, "Watch out for the highway!" No, no, that's not her quote. Her oh, quote no, is, her line? "Chris, watch out for the highway!" Chris, watch out for the highway! <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> and it's the best. She can act. Oh, she's. Look out, Quist. All of them. Just the whole thing with him just in the wheelchair careening down this hill. And I know we and you, we briefly talked about uh, our love for the Paul Rudd clip he shows on Conan. I think it's Conan. Yeah. Every time he's there. Yeah. Of Mac and Mac me. And you have not seen this clip. We'll post it, but also yeah. go find it. Yeah, go find it right now. <laughs> Paul Rudd, Conan, Mac and me. Because this scene is on par. Yeah. Oh, I think the Mac and <laughs> me scene is a direct rip <laughs> of this scene. Because it's just... It's a boy in a wheelchair flying down a hill <laughs> out of control <laughs> and the whole time i was thinking like chris bail just bail just roll oh. the wheelchair yeah. use like, hit upper body strength right. and just <laughs> throw yourself out or he goes through several bushes grab a bush right and stop yourself he's so dumb <laughs> Bail. Turn the wheelchair. Oh, like, take one of the wheels anything. and turn it backwards, and the whole wheelchair will fall over. Right? Like, like your options are: get hit by a truck, yeah, roll down a hill, yeah. and maybe get some cuts and bruises. Yeah. Well, he he doesn't stop. He does not stop. So the hobo has to like rescue him by running down the hill. Yes. And then we get a shot of hobo tackling <laughs> this wheelchair with clearly not the kid in it. I it was like, is it a dummy or is it a stunt man? <laughs> like, and one or the other, because the hobo <laughs> flies into this chair. Oh, and he hits his ribs so really hard. hard. Yeah, I was like, that looks so painful. Yeah, looks, his back end is like he looks like right. a slinky for a second. His back end's <laughs> going one way, and his front end is going the other. And like when he lands, he's gonna land on the wheelchair. Yeah, oh, he does. Like, yeah, he does. It's so it's, awkward. Yeah, it's it's pretty horrible. The editing for this like thirty seconds of the wheelchair escaping though is phenomenal because it starts with Chris getting out of control with the wheelchair. <laughs> and then as the dad starts watching, he starts having flashbacks again oh, to right. the car and the dog. So like you get that weird twangy music, oh. you get Chris screaming, you get, Chris, watch out for the highway. And then like, it's just, it's phenomenal. There's so much happening. It's just a beautiful, like, slow motion. It ends with the hobo tackling Chris, right? It truly is. An editing masterpiece <laughs> should be shown in colleges and universities around the world. Absolutely. Like if Paul Rudd ever wants to retire the Mac and Me clip. Yeah, you can this, go to this one. This is it. We should tweet it, Paul Rudd. We, I'm totally Paul, we tweeting. found something for you. <laughs> Just, you know, pull a fast one on Conan next time. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> pull right. Out instead. It's a different kid. <laughs> right. Yeah, because you'll expect that one. Exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did you notice that once the hobo saves Chris... When the dad comes over, he shoves the hobo so out of the way like a total dick. Like a full shove. Yeah. <laughs> like, go. Acting or not. Like, that's he your co worker. No. <laughs> and then he immediately hugs him. Yeah. <laughs> he like, yeah, shoves him. Weird messages. And then pulls him and Chris into a big old hug. He's yep. so happy. Just that whole, just that whole like two minute scene. If you watch nothing else, watch that. It's worth the price of admission. Absolutely. Which is nothing because they're all online, <laughs> like, free. It's even better. Just watch it on a loop. One of those like ten hour loops. That's you know, right. That people it, we'll do. make it into an art film. <laughs> yeah. Every time it plays, it gets uh, gets two percent slower. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna take it around the world. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> So, I mean, it's really hard to top that scene. So the next part of the episode is the competition. Yes. Uh, 
there's suddenly two other kids in a wheelchair watching. Did you notice that? No, I uh, didn't. Yeah, there's, Are there? Yeah, there's, so I guess Chris is like a real inspiration. Okay, you good. You know, they're good. out there watching him. Good. We see Mike Myers doing his, it's his turn in the competition. Yep. He's got like great bent knee, like yeah, frisbee he's technique. Yeah, nothing on the back. Right. It's all, all in the knees. Oh, so good. Uh, Laura walks over to give Chris a pep talk. <laughs> and she keeps looking in the camera. Looking directly at the camera. Again. It's so noticeable. Uh, so now it's Chris's turn. At this point, I was like, what is a Frisbee competition? How do you win a Frisbee competition? I, I, I think, so from what I can gather from watching the episode, <laughs> you stand outside of a circle, you throw the Frisbee, the dog catches it inside of the bounds of the circle. Or well, like I looked it up. how far you throw? Oh, okay, you looked it up. Okay, I'm just guessing. So <laughs> I looked it you up. You go ahead. <laughs> so I Googled it. Apparently there is a UFO World Cup of dog frisbee throwing they never explain what the ufo stands for i so i'm like i assume that's the name of the flying disc <laughs> right i it's guess so unidentified sure. flying object, object right sure that makes more sense than whatever i was thinking uh <laughs> so they list sponsored by aliens <laughs> so there's two types of frisbee competitions there's a freestyle round which is like a timed competition judged on a 40 point scale uh, so drive and athleticism, ingenuity, sequences and flow, and comprehensive, and it's set to music. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> so that's obviously not what they're doing. <laughs> right. No, there's so, no music. The other type of frisbee competition is throw and catch, where they have a field with like different like yards, oh. and so you have sixty seconds to throw as many times as you can, standing behind a line, and you get points for however far the dog. It goes, I didn't really read the whole thing. It's very complicated. Okay, so it's, yeah, it's just like the farthest you can throw yeah. it as many times, times as you can, can do it. In 60 seconds. In 60 seconds. Uh, it's a very weird sport. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you think anyone does it actually professionally? Like that is their... I mean, they had a world ranking on Yeah, but that website. doesn't mean anything. That's they have true. world rankings for darts. <laughs> I mean. I'm going to say... It's a very amateur sport. Okay. I'm going to say it. Their website is not great. The only thing more <laughs> sad than the participants are the judges. <laughs> yeah. Well, speaking of judges. <laughs> yeah. We get to. So the competition's over. Chris and Hobo do their thing. Uh, it's fine. Uh, and then we get introduced to the judge. <laughs> I love this because the line is, I'd like to introduce our special guest of the day, the gentleman who is going to present the award to the winners. Would you please help me welcome? And I was like, oh, please let it be the dog from the highway. Right. Oh, man. Can you imagine? The music starts. The dad's just like. <gasps> starts running away. What a twist. <laughs> that would have been great. No, it's uh, it's Whipper Billy. Billy Watson. Did you do any research into Whipper Billy Watson? I did not. Should I did I a have? ton of research oh. into Whipper Billy Watson. Is he a real person? He is a real person. Oh man! Would you like to take a second to learn about Whipper uh, Billy Watson and how he relates to something we've talked about on this show? Please tell me. Okay, so Whipper Billy Watson, who shows up in th in this episode, is a fairly older, robust gentleman. Yep, was actually a Canadian professional wrestler. What? Yes, he wrestled for Stampede Wrestling, amongst others. Stampede being very famous as being Stu Hart's Wrestling League, okay. which produced Bret Hart, Bret the Hitman Hart, yep. Owen Hart, a lot of very famous wrestlers. Whipper Billy Watson has his own heritage minute. What? Yep. Oh, my God. And 
And he, in his later life, he trained wrestlers. Okay. Most notably, he trained uh, Farmer Brooks, who's a, a midget wrestler. Okay. And then also Rocky Johnson. Uh, Rocky Johnson being the father of Dwayne The Rock Johnson. You are blowing my mind right now. Why is he in this episode as a judge in a frisbee competition? Because Whipper needs money, yo. I guess so. Wow. Wow. They couldn't even get him in an episode with wrestling? No. Well, I don't think he can wrestle anymore. Like he, but he looked could be pretty like the corner man. He could, yeah. He, he But yes, Whipper 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 wow. Billy Watson, trainer that... of Rocky Johnson father of the rock i feel like we've gotten the rock into every episode yeah, that's right. <laughs> or at least like 80 percent of them <laughs> he's our patron saint that's right he's, <laughs> he's our foundation he is our rock oh that was beautiful <laughs> that just brought this episode i already loved this episode it's now at a whole other level yeah i just <laughs> i love that mike myers gets i mean and, and deservedly so yeah. mike myers gets like top billing of course in retrospect Yes. But they didn't even mention right? Whipper Billy Watson. <laughs> like, like, he's pretty important. <laughs> he seems like he's got it. a heritage minute. I was going to say, I'm going to definitely look that heritage minute up and yeah. we will be tweeting. We it. are going to be the people who edit the <laughs> Wikipedia articles on the Littlest Tobo, aren't we? <laughs> we absolutely are. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> We're going to get on that right now. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we follow that up. Uh, so Mike Myers wins the junior division. <laughs> Shorts only get shorter. Shorts are so short. And then did you catch the line that Whipper Billy says after he gives Tommy the award? Yeah. And of course, we have a lady as a runner-up. Of course, we have a lady as a runner-up. What does that mean? It means of she could never have won, Katie. Of course, yeah. She's just a lady. Yeah, we had to give her second prize. Yeah. Like she could never get This is first. a man's sport. It was just so... Uh, and then we get to him giving out he gives a little speech about how they're going to give a special award for I think courage. it's called a promo in the wrestling world. <laughs> Very nice. A special award for courage and determination. And I'm like, Chris threw a frisbee. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't do anything that crazy. And that's so pandering. Like, you're they, in a wheelchair, so here's a special award for you. And we get complaints now that, like, the nec- like the generation that's coming up. I don't yeah. know what generation we're at now. No idea. What do we call them? Like, they're not millennials or post-millennials. Yeah, sure. Get awards for everything, right? Participation oh, yeah. awards. This is 1979. <laughs> right. And I realize this is a fictional <laughs> TV show. But if you're writing this into the fictional TV show, it probably exists. Yep. You're giving out an, an award for courage and determination. Is that what it is? Yep. Courage, courage and, determination. and determination. So this has been going on for a while, folks. Like, <laughs> this is not... This is not a millennial, post-millennial thing. Right. You guys were doing this in the 70s. Definitely being in a wheelchair, difficult. Yeah. Like, But if you're in a competition, I'm sure you'd want to win the award because you won it. Yes. Like, But then he gives this little speech and he says, a person who is handicapped can do many a thing that the non-handicapped can do. A person who is handicapped could do many of the things that the non-handicapped person could do. Did you catch that? Yeah. Non-handicap? Non-handicap. Like non, like N-U-N or N-O-N-E? Like, <laughs> either way. Yeah, those way. handicap nuns. <laughs> like, either way. What does it mean? Like, what is Listen, with people and Whipper Billy Watson is a Canadian icon, and I won't stand Where? for you to trample his good name. I'm just saying. That man what? wrestled Maple Leaf Gardens, <laughs> 1943 or something. He's a Canadian hero. He was a two-time <laughs> heavyweight champion. 
in the most real sport that ever existed. <laughs> of course, yeah, wrestling's real. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> they don't give out awards for courage and determination. <laughs> Just for suplexes and clotheslines. That's right. <laughs> Those are the only wrestling terms I know. Oh. Hopefully they were right. <laughs> yes, they were. Yes. <laughs> You're a natural. Have you ever considered wrestling? <laughs> no, but I think I'm going to take it up now. Great. Get my own heritage minute. <laughs> you could probably take the name Whipper. Whip- Whipper. Okay, that's Whipper. my wrestling Whipper name. Whipper Katie. <laughs> but the- so he gives this whole speech about non-handicaps. <laughs> None handicaps. <laughs> hashtag non hand. <laughs> hashtag none handicaps. <laughs> like I don't get it. But then he invites Chris up to get his award. Yeah, to the stage that has no <laughs> ramps. <laughs> like no ramps. Like come on, Chris. Come, come on up. <laughs> oh, what's that? How? Use your massive trapezoids. They had time to like determine who was the winner and consider giving this kid an award. And then nobody was like, oh, but he can't get up here. We should throw down a couple of two by fours and some plywood. Right? Or like I should walk down the steps to him. Yeah, no. Whipper walks for no man. No. Because Hobo has to go up and get the award. (laughs) This episode. It's so sensitive. It's so in tune. Just, there's so much going on. Uh, we're really close to the end, I swear. <laughs> because now Chris has won. Uh, David Talora's like, looks like I might become a doctor after all. What? I still don't means. understand. <laughs> I don't. Like I said, I like David. He's got a real cool speaking voice. Yep. He seems like a chill man. Yep. I don't know his life. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. And then we cut to the house again, the crazy milk carton house. And this is the goodbye scene to Hobo. Um, Chris wants to keep him, but the Hobo is not a dog who sticks around. So instead, the dad has made an appointment to visit a kennel. They're going to get a dog. Uh, it's just a <laughs> Which is wonderful because Chris is like, can we keep him? And <laughs> the dad's like, no. And Hobo's like, all right, I'm out of here. Like... <laughs> Hobo ain't no sailor. He's not getting on a boat. He's like, you guys nuts. <laughs> right. So he he pieces out. Yeah. And Chris is like, oh, no, come back, Hobo. And the dad's like, don't worry. We're going to a kennel. The Hobo was being replaced no matter what. The dad had already made the appointment to the kennel. Right. Like, he's like, we're not keeping that dog. I know no, that dog is trouble. I have no idea. He's way too smart. <laughs> right. And every time I see him, I'll just flash back to my wife dying. <laughs> so, yeah. Not allowed to stay. We're getting something that looks nothing like a dog. No. Getting a cat. <laughs> yes, we're going to the kennel. And we're getting a cat. <laughs> and then and you can name the cat Pitcher. Oh, God. Even that would be better than Catcher. I mean, they're both terrible. They're both pretty terrible. <laughs> and that is the beauty that is Boy on Wheels. Absolutely. What'd one you... of the best episodes thus far. I was going to say, what did you think? But that's super good. <laughs> up there with Silent Witness. It's definitely up there. I want to know who wrote this, who directed this. Oh, what I never did look into that. I meant to and didn't. I kind of like the mystery. Like, yep. one day I want to meet Mike Myers, and yep. that is this is what I'm going to ask you. You signed my copy of The Littlest Hobo Season <laughs> right. 1. I just want to be like, what was it like? Oh, he would laugh. <laughs> he, he would laugh super hard. I think he we would. We should do that. Right? Let's I think he's got to do Austin Powers coming out, so maybe he'll do some like we're gonna some find book signings him. or something in Toronto. <laughs> right? And that is what we're going to do. <laughs> we'll get a photo. If it ever happens, we'll okay. get a photo. We've got five seasons. And it's going to go up on Twitter. Make this happen, it's Katie. Gonna, we're, it's going to be you and me and Mike Myers. Right. And a copy of season one of The Littlest Hobo. I think he'd be on board. Oh, he'll laugh really hard. Uh, it's beautiful. 
All right. So that brings us to our segments. <laughs> yes. Who do you want to start with? Hobo fight or hobo harm? Let's start with hobo harm meter. All right. What do you give it? I gave it a five. That's fair. Only, like, he doesn't do anything crazy. No. Except that, for the wheelchair tackle. That tackle. That tackle is the reason I gave it a six. So yeah. pretty close it's to It's a 70-pound dog versus a 90-pound <laughs> wheelchair with a stunt dummy on it. Right. He hits it hard. So hard. And that landing was so awkward. And it's not London. It's, I don't know if you no. noticed. All the jumping scenes are done by um, a dog that has brown on his face and coat. Oh. So if you start to pay attention, <laughs> as you know, people who watch The Littlest Hobo <laughs> <Too> do, <laughs> they have one dog who does all the jumps, and this uh, is him. He has great jumping ability. Yeah. He's fantastic. He takes a lot of abuse. He does. That poor dog. He's the hobo stunt double. <laughs> right. He's an oboe in making. <laughs> right. He's just going to turn one day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's definitely going to bite the hand that feeds. <laughs> yes. We're going to find out he got put down. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry. That took a real dark turn. <laughs> oh. Or maybe he'll... Maybe, oh, no. This is super dark. <laughs> Do it. Maybe he'll have a bad jump. He'll have to have one of those little doggy <laughs> wheelchairs. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll just do boy on wheels again, but it'll be dog on wheels <laughs> You know, it's the littlest hobo chasing the frisbees down in his little his little wheelchair there as are, his able-bodied boy throws the frisbee. There are six seasons of this show, so they're going to run out of ideas eventually. We're going to start writing our own episodes. <laughs> we are. It's our comic book. That's right. A graphic novel. Yeah. Dog on wheels. <laughs> Pitching it now. You heard it here first. Oh, man. Sorry about that, folks. That was... So you give it a six. I, I give it, it a, a six. Five. Yeah. So five point five. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Not too um, bad. Do you have a hobo fight? I do have a hobo fight. Okay. I could. I was having trouble thinking of who I wanted to fight in this one. Right. So then I ultimately went with Laura. Yes. Versus the cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think it's the cameraman. <laughs> well, no, because she's staring at the camera. The cameraman is holding that camera. He must yeah. be real pissed that she keeps staring into the camera. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think of the director, probably. <laughs> I didn't look her up, but I doubt she had any more acting roles. Uh, I did look her up. I didn't actually. There was nothing really of note, except yeah. that she was on the big comfy couch for a long time. As Another the, Canadian classic. Of, as the aunt of the clown. I don't remember her at all. I, vaguely, I remember the clown. I vaguely remember. I was like, well, that's a real career. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's better than nothing. It's true. It's true. Uh, so that's what she's done. And she was friends with Mike Myers. Exactly. Maybe and Whipper Billy are. Watson. <laughs> <laughs> do you think whipper billy watson was friends with anyone on set or do you think he just rolled up i think he just sat in his trailer if they gave yeah. him a trailer That's right. yeah <laughs> so probably sat in his car yeah it's like a station wagon exactly <laughs> rocked up when they wanted him and then straight he stepped i know rocky johnson <laughs> yeah okay whipper <laughs> his son's gonna be famous one day yeah, that's right the biggest <laughs> movie star that's true yeah <laughs> Um, who's your uh, hobo fight oh yes my hobo fight Uh, you know I just kept it simple I said uh, I wanted to see David fight the father because there's some tension there there's definitely yeah whether it's romantic or otherwise we don't know the fight well it's like that scene in Brokeback Mountain where they start fighting and then end up making out I haven't seen Brokeback (laughs) Mountain okay well that's that's thanks for spoiling it no I'm never gonna watch it (laughs) you don't know what else happens (laughs) no I I figured we just keep the the fight simple I, uh, David versus father. That's, Just that's get fair. it out. Yeah. See what happens. Right. Hopefully a car doesn't get rolled. <laughs> okay. Are you? Oh, I still have a little bit more. Okay. Uh, because I did an IMDb deep dive 
All as right. I've started to do. Uh, not a whole lot of note other than obviously Mike Myers and Whipper Billy, and Whipper Billy Watson. Yeah. And Whipper Billy Watson. Um, the guy who plays David. Once I read this, I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. He was one of the stars of the TV show The Mod Squad. Mod Squad. It's about like a black guy, a white guy, and a blonde girl fighting crime. <laughs> like that the blonde girl is her own thing? <laughs> That's their tagline. Black guy, white guy, blonde girl. Right. Like, it's um, so it's so 70s. Uh, but when you look at him, he definitely looks like a mod, like oh, yeah. shaft style. Yes, he's a very he's like a <laughs> lean shaft. Yes, uh, so he's that's, a thin shaft, is what he is. Yeah. So uh, he's played by Clarence Williams the uh, third. Wow. So that's basically his big credit. Although he's still acting, doing other things. Oh, okay. Uh, but the kid who plays Chris, <laughs> Chris, 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 doesn't have a whole lot on his IMDb, but. He became a writer, a staff writer on Family Guy. Oh, really? For like two years. Good for him. I know. And he also wrote two really random movies. Okay. Annapolis, the James Franco, like Annapolis Naval Academy yeah. movie. And Out of Time, the Denzel Washington like <laughs> time travel movie. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> So many questions. Yeah. What is his life? How did this happen? <laughs> like, if you're this person, please write in. I would like to know your life story. How do you go from being in the littlest hobo to writing on Family Guy to writing these two random movies? Yeah. What happened? Do you still have the wheelchair? Good question. <laughs> Can you lift more than one pound dumbbells? How are your trapezoids? <laughs> Just, you know, send us an email if you want. Yeah. That'd Tweet be us great. on Twitter. <laughs> Uh, and the last thing I was going to do was I was trying to figure out how to link this to Mac and me. Um, <laughs> I didn't end up doing a real deep dive, so this is really lame. Uh, but Mike Myers, who was in Austin Powers yes. with Will Ferrell. Yes. Will Ferrell was an anchorman <laughs> with Paul, with Paul Rudd. Rudd. <laughs> Paul Rudd shows the clip of Mac and yeah. me. There's my link. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yeah, thank I you. I mean, it's it's tenuous. <laughs> very. But it's very there. Very tenuous. I thought I could try harder, and I was like, nah. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> this is it. So that is The Boy on Wheels. <laughs> Fantastic. Wow, this has been a really long episode, but it's, <laughs> Have fun it's editing because this. it is a really good episode. <laughs> it's so good. Just watch this episode, even if you haven't seen any of the other ones. It's definitely top of the list. All right, are you ready for, for, next, for the next episode? I'm ready for the next episode. All right, so the next episode is called Stand In. And the uh, description says... Harry, a night watchman at an electronics firm, and his German shepherd, Sarge, are framed for the theft of top-secret equipment. That's that's uh, I'm excited a stand to see, in. see what happens. Yeah, it has a guy from Gilligan's Island in it. I had no idea who he is. The, I think he's the skipper. Sure. Okay, he's there. <laughs> There's no whipper Billy Watson. <laughs> Definitely not. No heritage moment for that guy. No. <laughs> Um, yeah. All right. Any last, uh, any last thoughts? Uh, tweet us or follow us on Instagram at littlest podcast. Uh, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. We're also on iTunes and Spotify. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> how you can find us. We're also on Podbean. Um, but other than that, uh, I guess, well, until we meet again, hop on that train, fellow hobos, and we'll see you at the next stop. Bye. Choo choo. <laughs> What's the matter? <laughs> You know, hungry? <laughs> Eat my food. You, you know what? No more hobo. <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs>